Concepts for Living. Welcome to Concepts for Living. Concepts for Living. This service is coming to you from the Chapel of the Anointing. Concepts for Living can change your life today. Hi, and welcome again to Concepts for Living. Biblical principles for contemporary living. Well, this is Christmas time. And, of course, I'm going to be bringing a message concerning Christmas. Perhaps a perspective that you have never considered. But I'll be speaking from the theme, There's a New King in Town. The Four Sundays Before Christmas. They have historically been embraced as what we have come to call Advent. Advent. For centuries, the world, the church, has been engaged in a time of religious celebration, spiritual contemplation, and reflection when pondering the greatest gift the world has ever received. The gift of the Son of God. The awe and the wonder and the matchless music in its carols proclaims what we would like to refer to as the Christmas gospel. The Christmas gospel. Or the good news of Christmas. In the words of Edmund H. Sears, He put it this way. In regards to the promise that God made in the Genesis of sending us a Savior, he writes, it came upon a midnight clear. That glorious song of old. It came. Hmm. Hmm. Man makes promises and fail at keeping them. God makes promises and He is faithful to perform it. There are 7,000 promises of God in the Holy Writ. I want you to think about it. He made a promise and he kept it. Over a period of some 6,000 years, he kept his promise. God is faithful to his promise. Hmm. It came. He came. When wrong needed rightening. And truth needed telling. And souls needed 
saving. He sent forth his son. Paul talks about it in Galatians chapter 4 verse 4. He says this, that when the fullness of the time had come, God sent forth his son. Watch this now. Made of a woman. God keeps his promises. He sent forth his son. Hmm. But not just a son. Mm. He was a savior. He sent forth a savior. But no, not just a savior. He sent forth a king. But not just a royal potentate. He sent forth the Messiah, the anointed one, the anointed one who would one day stand in the synagogue and say, the spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to preach the gospel. He has anointed me to not only heal and deliver. But he has anointed me, watch this, to be king. King. <laughs> I said, not just Messiah, not just a son, not just a savior, a king. Oh my. When those shepherds looked in his face in a cradle. In a borrowed trough for feeding animals. They didn't know it. It was a stable. But don't be mistaken by the context. He was a king. They looked into the face of a king. Hmm. Not just a king. The Messiah. That was promised, I said earlier, for some of six or thousand years. And then also 42 generations, as Matthew tells us in his gospel. God keeps his promise. If you don't get a cake or pudding or pie. If no one sends you a card. Somebody at this particular Season ought to give God praise that when nobody else thought to send you, God sent. Get happy in your little apartment, get happy in your dwelling, get happy around your family with nothing under the tree, but you have something more precious. As you know. We have three points to our messages. Number one, the argumentation. Number two, the augmentation. And number three, the application. Stay tuned and be blessed and enriched through this word. And so we need to ask, 
who is Shiloh. Shall not depart until Shiloh comes. Keep a firm grip on the scepter, Judah, until the ruler comes. The new ruler. Because it's going to be a change. Turn to Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Chapter 21 of Ezekiel. Verse 26. Thus said the Lord God, remove the diadem and take off the crown. This shall not be the same. Exalt him that is low and abase him that is high. I, verse 27, I will what? Overturn. I will what? I, I will what? I'm going to overturn it. And it shall be no more until he, say he, say he, comes. What says, whose right it is, and I will give it him. I'm trying to define who Shiloh is. What Ezekiel is prophesying is that God got an agenda. And his agenda is, I'm going to let this stay. He's going to let it stay in place. You got it? And then, and then he said, and, 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 and you're going to have to do whatever you have to do, but don't change your place. Stay in place. Stay in position. Stay, stay. Because there's, a, there, there's something about to happen. And that's the prophetic part of my revelation this morning, is that we've got to stay in place as God's people because there's something bigger that's got to appear. It's got to come. It's, it, it, it's destined to happen. So I cannot let CNN determine my posture. I cannot let Fox Channel determine my posture. I can't let the Roy Gazette determine my posture. I can't let political statements and profundities cause me to change my position. I want somebody in here right now, right now, because ain't no sense in me giving you the rest of this until I know you got this. I, don't make me give you something that you are not ready to receive. I want somebody who is in this place right now who understands that wherever you are, that's not it. God's moving you on to something bigger, better, greater. God is taking you into another place. You're going somewhere. And what you got to do is just hold on to where you are. Because look at somebody and say, I'm going somewhere. It's going to be some change. It's going to be some overturning. I'm going to overturn this. I'm going to overturn that. I'm going to overturn this. I'm going to overturn that. And when you look back, you say, and it's just like it's never happened because it'd be, what's it, what's the word say? And it shall be no more. Amen. Can I stop here a minute? Thank you.
I want to tell somebody, I don't care what you're going through right now, there's going to be a change. And when the change comes, it'll be no more. Hallelujah! It'll be no more. I'm not finished. I don't care what the devil is whispering in your ear. You're on your way to better being. You're on your way to a change. You're on your way to better situation. Hallelujah! And shall be no more until he Notice, he gets a grammar. It's a personal pronoun. He, that's not a place. He, Shiloh is not a place. It's he. Until he come, whose right it is. There are certain things that are on the shelf waiting for you to show up with your tenacious faith. Who's right it is. He says, who's right it is and I will give it him. How many of us have had stuff on layaway? Hmm? You don't have to get it all today. No, no, you because you can't afford it. Right now. But there are some things that God knows you can't handle yet. But you have to be in position so that when it happens, when he overturns this and when he overturns that and when he overthrows the other thing, you'll be in position. I want you to stand on your feet right now and give God a praise as though you were already there. Say, say, the argument, the debate, Shiloh. Let me tell you who Shiloh is. You may be seated. Shiloh means Prince of Peace. Shiloh means tranquility. That's what Shiloh means. There's only one who has borne the title Prince of Peace. A prince is a king in waiting. Shiloh! Read St. Luke chapter 2. Let's look at verse 10. It says, And the angel said unto them, Fear not, 
For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all, to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger, and suddenly there were with the angels. A multitude of the heavenly host praising God. Glory to God in the highest honor, peace, goodwill to all men. The angel came and made the announcement. And the heavenly host couldn't wait. The heavenly host couldn't stand it. It's, you know, it's like people beating around the bush and you say, get to it, get, get, get to it, get to it. It's, it's, it's like I see in my sanctified imagination that the, the, the angel making a wonderful announcement, praise the Lord for that. But, but, but the heavenly host can't wait. The heavenly host can't wait. Notice what the heavenly host said. The angel said unto them, but now watch this. The heavenly host comes suddenly. You didn't hear that. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host. What they do? Praising God and saying, Woo! Glory to God in the highest and on earth and on earth and on earth. Peace. Goodwill toward men. Watch this. Watch this. It's not peace on earth. Goodwill to men. It's peace on earth. Goodwill. So you didn't get it. It, it. it is not just peace. It's not just cessation of war on earth. But peace has come to earth. The Prince of Peace has come to earth. So I don't know you hear what I'm saying right now, but Christmas is more than a tree. It's more than pie and cake. Somebody ought to get happy 
to know that the Prince of Peace has touched down on the earth. Don't ever read it the same way again. It's peace that has come. Well, I sincerely trust that you've been blessed and inspired by this word and that you will truly celebrate the king because more than pies and puddings, more than trees and tinsel, Christmas is about the coming of a new king. He's king of kings, Lord of lords. And I pray that you'll find it to be so in your life and in your family. And so until next time when I come to you with more Concepts for Living, may God bless you and yours. Concepts for Living Concepts for Living Concepts for Living Can change